Welcome to the Advancing the Kingdom podcast with Apostle Matthew Tillery. Let's hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Well, greetings, greetings to everyone. Uh, praise the Lord for you. I am Matthew Tillery, your host for Advancing the Kingdom podcast. Thank you so much for joining the podcast tonight. I'm excited that you are on with us tonight. Uh, Apostle Jeffrey Mann was scheduled to be on, but he's having some technical problems. So we're going to flow right on into this thing. Thank you so much. Once again, if you're on social media, I would appreciate it. If you could go ahead and hit the share button, if you're on Facebook, thank you for those that's listening and watching over on YouTube and to all of the podcast channels. We appreciate you. And thank you so much for joining and coming in on the advancing the kingdom podcast. Listen tonight, I am going back into ministry gifts burnouts. We're going to talk again, go right back into the conversation that we had last week about ministry gifts, uh, ministry gifts being burned out. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. And oftentimes when we when we <clears throat> when we look at um, uh, ministry gifts, uh, there appears to be a plethora of focus on the anointing. It, it appears to be that most of the attention when it comes to our gifts, uh, the most of the attention is, is on the anointing. And but the anointing alone is not a prerequisite to prevent us from being burned out. There are a lot of anointed folk. There are a lot of powerful ministry gifts that have simply become burnout in ministry and they have simply become exhausted in ministry. As a matter of fact, the anointing can it can bless your life or it can destroy your life when you are anointed, but do not go through the process of development. Uh, sometimes it's the the anointing is like having a uh, one thousand horsepower vehicle uh, given to a five year old child, and that could be very deadly. It could be detrimental. So the anointing in the wrong hands could create it could create a lot of damage because most ministry gifts, uh, they, they, they are gifted and all of the attention in terms of uh, the, the skill set, the, the giftings, all of the attention is on the anointing. And we need the anointing because the Bible declares that the anointing destroys the yokes. It breaks barriers. The anointing destroys yokes. It breaks barriers. It disrupts systems. It caused things to collapse that need to be collapsed. So the anointing is very powerful and we need the anointing to, to, to complete the assignment that God has called us to. But once again, the anointing does not stop us from going from having warfare. The anointing does not stop us from, from, from mental attacks. The anointing does not stop us from, from going through what we're going through. But but even in all of that, we 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 don't we don't need to lift up what we are dealing with. We don't need to lift up what we're going through, but we need to lift up the standards of Jesus. We need to lift up the finished work and what Jesus has accomplished in our lives. So when we're having these burnouts, when we're going through what we're going through, we need to lift up the name of Jesus. We need to know that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places, even when we are going through what we are going through. Uh, so, so the anointing does not stop us from being worn down. It does not stop us from, from, from having some, 
some 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 things in life and some 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 uh, setbacks. The anointing does not stop us from 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 going through what we are going through. And I believe that the time and season that we are in, the 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 enemy's assignment is to wear the church down. The enemy's assignment is to wear the church down until the church is is worn out. He wants to wear us down till we are worn out. And then we will simply abort our assignment. So that's why self-care is so important as ministry gifts, as leaders. We have to get away. We have to get away sometimes and allow the spirit of the Lord to pour back into us because it's just like anything else. If you keep pouring out, if you keep pouring out and nothing is never coming in you, eventually we will become empty. This is why it's so important that leaders, that we get away, that we have some self-care time, that we take care of our bodies, we take care of our temples, we exercise, we eat right, we do all of those things. Uh, and, 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 and then we, we have to make sure that we're protecting our mentals as well. So anything that's in our lives, anything that's 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 attached to us, that's causing mental stuff going on, then we have to separate from those things. And in many cases, and in most cases, is not it, it is not things; it is people. Sometimes we have to isolate and separate ourselves from people. If they are call, causing mental anxiety in you, if every day you wake up, this person has caused you to be frustrated and, and, and your blood pressure has gone up through the roof and, 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 and because of, of anxiety, because of stress, then we need to remove everything in our lives that's causing all of this stress. Come on, stress will a lot of a lot of medication is prescribed simply because of stress a lot of medication is simply prescribed because of stress if we get rid of the stress we don't need the medication so a lot of medication that we take it is simply because the root cause is is not the disease itself the root cause is stress if you remove the root cause oftentimes which is stress then we will get rid of all the all all of the other things all of the other stuff so the enemy's the enemy assignment, his, his assignment is to simply wear the church down where we become so exhausted, where we become so exhausted that we simply abort our own assignment. This is why we have to focus more on Jesus than what the enemy is doing because because what, what Christ has done for us, what Jesus has accomplished for us, he has already given us victory. But if we keep hearing messages of defeat, if we keep hearing messages that we are supposed to be sick, if we keep hearing messages of defeat, then our mindset will develop a hunger for defeat. Hallelujah. But we are not defeated. Jesus has given us every tool. He has given us every weapon that we need to live a victorious life. Even in stress, we can live a victorious life. Hallelujah. But I refuse to live with stress. Why? Because stress once again, it creates other problems. I'm not going to be stressed out in this season of my life. Come on. I refuse to be stressed out by stuff. I refuse to be stressed out by things and anything that tries to gravitate to my life that's going to cause me to be stressed. It has to go in the name of Jesus. And you should feel that way too. 
You should not want anything in your life that's constantly stressing you out. Come on, the weight of ministry is heavy enough. Ministry is very heavy. It's a very heavy weight. Ministry is a very heavy weight. And we, we become excited about the ministry growth and ministry should grow. We become excited about all of the excitement of ministry. But at the end of the day, there is a weight that's, that, that, is, that is a ministry weight that comes along with the, with the assignment. But I'm so grateful that whatever God calls us to, he gives us the grace to handle it. Hallelujah. He gives us the grace to handle whatever he has called us to. So watch this. You, We can be pregnant with vision, insight. We can be pregnant with vision. We can be pregnant with insight. We can be We can be pregnant with all of these things that God said we will walk in before the foundation of the world watch this and and we can be anointed we can be anointed to carry out the assignment hallelujah but we may not have the strength to continue the mandate that's on our lives hallelujah some folk are simply they they, they are anointed for it no doubt about it you are anointed for the assignment you, you, you have vision, you have insight, you have wisdom, but you don't have no strength to carry out the assignment in which God has called you to carry out. And this is why you are frustrated. This is why you're so frustrated. This is why you're so frustrated. This is why that, 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 that now you, you, you're taking five different types of medication for blood pressure because you're stressed out. Hallelujah. It's not that you are not anointed, but you can't live on the anointing alone. <laughs> we we can't live on the anointing alone. Hallelujah. So watch this. Our mental exhaustion, it will drain our voice. Mental exhaustion will drain our voices. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Mental exhaustion will drain or it will alter our voices. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. But how many of you, if you be honest and transparent tonight, that you preached one of the most powerful messages, you taught a great message, you saw the power of God move in the service, you saw people get healed, <clears throat> you saw all sorts of manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the glory of the Lord was there, and Come on, that, that was such an atmosphere of God in the place. But two days later, there you had an encounter and some things showed up that you didn't expect to show up. And now, hallelujah. And now, and now because the weight is pressurizing you, you didn't expect that stuff to show up. When you was in the when you was functioning in your anointing and you saw lies transform because one of the one of the characteristics and one of the, the the things to know that that when you are functioning in your anointing lives are transformed lives are not transformed by running jumping hollering hollering and screaming lives are transformed by the anointing <clears throat> the anointing destroys yokes it breaks systems the anointing it breaks barriers but watch this. But even as anointed as we are, 
There are days that I have had in my life, not you, me, that I woke up in the morning and I said, I don't want to do this no more because I was simply being pressurized. Come on. I was simply being, today has been a tough day for me. You know, it's been a rough day. One year since my mom passed, I've been in a isolated kind of quiet place, just, just, uh, thinking about her pretty much all day and, and just going through that, 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 that thing. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm not going to allow voices from the enemy to speak into my ear gates. Hallelujah. Because mental, ex mental exhaustion will drain your voice <coughs> or it will either alter your voice. Say it another way, Tillery. I believe I will. When folk are going through, they, they will say stuff that does not need to come out of their mouths. They will say things that they don't need to say. I remember when I was dealing with prostate cancer and going back and forth to Hampton, Virginia. I had to be careful what kind of what was coming in my ear gates. Why? Because I'm wrestling mentally every day. I'm wrestling meant it wasn't it, it wasn't such a physical fight. It was a mental fight because physically I was doing fine. I didn't really have no physical issues during treatment. It was the mental anxiety. It was the mental exhaustion that I had to deal with. And that mental exhaustion, it tried to drain my voice. It tried to shut my mouth up and the enemy will try to put in your mind if god is for you why are you going through this we can't allow those thoughts to come in and start that that thought process and entertain those thoughts this is why the bible declares that we must cast down every thought and imagination that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of god hallelujah come on prostate cancer and the passing of my mom it almost caused me, but I'm so glad I said it almost caused me and I'm so glad it almost caused me to alter my voice and to allow my mental anxiety to become my voice. Say it one more time, Tillery. I believe I will. I said it almost caused me to alter my voice. It almost caused me. Oh, God to alter my voice and change my conversation. Mental anxiety will try to alter your voice. This is why, ma'am, this is why, sir, you have to get away from, well, 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 uh, well, Tillery, I don't have nobody in my ministry that can carry on when I'm not there. Well, shut it down. <laughs> if you don't have nobody in your ministry that you feel comfortable with to allow them to carry this service on that Sunday, shut it down for Sunday. I, I, I promise you, I promise you, ma'am, I promise you, sir, that Come on, that 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 the folk then they they are not going to become unsaved because the ministry shut down. Come on, because if if you don't shut it down, there'll be some things that will shut you down. So you have to take care of yourself. Come on, this is this stuff is serious. We we must take care of our bodies. We must take care. We must get self care. We must have self care. What is it in your life? What is your self care tonight? What is it that you do? I'm not talking about going to a prayer meeting. I'm not talking about 
uh, having the next uh, the next sevenfold conference and, and the next warfare conference. Come on. I, I'm not talking about any of that stuff. But what is it that you do? What is it that you do? Come on. What is it that you do in your life where you get self-care? Come on, if your leaders have a problem with you not being there on a Sunday because you need self-care, I believe I will tell them, Tillery, change churches. Because, come on, if they get upset because you say, I'm not going to be there this Sunday because I need to get away. I need, And you may need more than one Sunday. You may need two Sundays. <laughs> you may need a month. Take whatever time you need to deal with yourself. Don't allow religious antics and religious tactics, come on, well, they're going to preach about me on Sunday. Well, if they preach about you because you're somewhere getting self-care for yourself and your family, when you come back, you tell them, I appreciate what you've done for me, but I, got, I, have, to move. <laughs> I, I have to move on. Why? Because self-care is very important. You have to take care of yourself, sir. You have to take care of yourself, man, ma'am, where I'm in a position in the church. I'm a deacon. I'm a usher. I'm a greeter. I'm a parking lot attendant. I'm so-and-so and so-and. I'm this and that. It doesn't matter what your position is. Come on. Mental attacks and, come on, and and stress, it is not prejudice. Hallelujah. It, come on. If you position yourself, come on, it, it will attack anybody. This is why you have to take care of of yourself don't allow church to be so religious church can be so religious that church sometimes could hallelujah church can be so religious sometimes that we bind and lock people up come on just because if, if just because you're in a position that doesn't mean that you can't take some time off i we shut down our church last sunday hallelujah well possible they may not they may join another church next week uh, last Sunday, well, praise God, whatever they got to do, they got to do what they got to do, and I have to do what I have to do. Why? Because mental exhaustion will drain your voice, and it will literally alter your voice. Hallelujah. You will be saying things that you know you shouldn't be saying. Hallelujah. Like, I'm sick. I'm broke. Come on. That's not God. Hallelujah. Come on. We're not sick. We are healed. Come on, we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Come on, we are not broke. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Come on, we ain't, we're not broke. We're not begging. We're the head and we're not the tail. We are the lender and we are not the borrower. You must get your thinking process and you have to change your thinking process from churchy sayings to what the word of the Lord has said about us because you know we'll quote some stuff in the church and we'll say some phrases in the church that God never said but if we're going to live victorious if we're going to live amen anxiety free then we must preach and preach and teach and we must say what God has said about us I cannot say anything other than what God has said about me I don't care what folk are saying about me what has God said about me I don't care what the doctors have said what has God said about me I don't care what my enemies are saying what has God said about Matthew Tillery that's the bottom line hallelujah so so watch this before there is a revival and everybody is talking about revival can I help you revival is here now Revival is here. 
Come on. But, bef bef <laughs> but before we experience it, bef it's here. But before we experience it, there's going to be a rupture and a renovation. <laughs> Because God has to say, tear down these old paradigm systems of thinking. Hallelujah. We, God wants to tear down these paradigm systems of thinking. A lot of this stuff that we are saying, God did not say it. Hallelujah. And if you say anything that God did not say, now we have positioned ourselves uh, to be, we have positioned ourselves, hallelujah, we have positioned ourselves to not move into the, and not have an advantages of the enemy. Come on, but we are the head, we are not the tail. Come on, we are, more, we are not just conquerors, we are more than conquerors, hallelujah, Jesus. Watch this, I want to read a scripture that blessed me real good today, Second Chronicles 32, verse 7 and 8. It says, be strong and courageous hallelujah be not afraid or dismayed for the king of assyria hezekiah is talking nor for all the multitude that is with him watch this for there be more with us than with him there are there 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 is a plethora of angels that's with us constantly we always have victor victory come on we always have victory but if you never get in a place of isolation if you never get in a place of isolation where god can restore and refresh you because i'm telling you in the times and seasons that we are in we need to hear what the spirit of the lord is saying I'm not going to no church. This is just Matthew Tillery. Well, we're going to preach about, come on, events. Tell me what the spirit of the Lord is saying. Come on. I don't care what they did over yonder and, and what they're doing. Come on. What is the spirit of the Lord is saying? Because it is only what he is saying that's going to cause us to be strong and courageous god doesn't want us just to be strong because you can be strong but if you're not courageous hallelujah you will not use the strength that's been given to you you're strong but you're scared <laughs> you're strong but you're a wimp you're strong but you don't want to move and to do what god has called you to do yeah you're strong you are anointed but you're not courageous but the bible says be strong and courageous and then it says, be not afraid, be not afraid, which means that there will be some things that will manifest, hallelujah, that will try to put fear and instill fear in us, hallelujah. But the Bible says, don't be afraid and don't be dismayed. In other words, don't lose your cool, don't lose your cool, don't lose your faith in all of this. Watch this. For watch this, nor for watch this, nor for all of the multitude that is with the enemy, because the enemy brings a multitude, and if he can't get us on one side, he tries to get us on the other side. But I'm so glad, even in the midst of all of that, because we are strong and courageous, because we have been isolated. 
in a place where God can give us revelation. We have got, get, gotten into a place. Watch this. Because your mind can be so bogged down with stuff. And you can't even think right. Have you ever said, have you ever, I'm just talking to those in the back. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever said, man, I can't even think right today. I I, I know I did. I have just recently. Gordon, I said, man, I can't even think right now. I can't even think right. Come on. I went under that tunnel in Hampton, Virginia so many times. I can't even think right. I can't, I can't even think right. Have you ever declared that out of your mouth? I can't even think right. Why? Why? Because there was such a mental attack on your mind. But if you can get in a place, if you can get in a place of isolation, God will give you revelation. Hallelujah, Jesus. Say it again, Tillery. If you can get in a place of isolation, God will give you revelation. Come on, I don't want to hear about three hops and a bunny when I go to church. I don't want to hear, come on, about the three pigs. Come on, tell me what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, man, ma'am. I've been going through hell all week. I've almost lost my mind this week. And you're up there talking about the three little pigs. Hallelujah. No, I don't want to hear about the three little pigs. Tell me what thus saith the Lord. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Watch this. It says, verse 8, but with him is an arm of flesh. With him, the enemy, the Assyrian, with him, with the enemy, there is an arm of flesh. But with us, <laughs> but with us is the Lord our God. Watch this. He ain't just showing up. Hey, He's not just showing up. He's showing up. The Come on. It says, verse 8, I'm too excited. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord. Somebody just type, the Lord is with me. Just type that. If you're on Facebook, type it in the comment bar. The Lord is with me. He is with my body. He is with my mind. He is with my mentals. The Lord is with me. It says that with him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God, watch this, watch this, to help us, God, this is good, to help us, which means, sir, which means, ma'am, that there's some stuff that you have to do, and what you have to do, you have to move in faith, you have to declare what God has said about you, it says to help us, it, it, it says to help, <laughs> but with us is the Lord to, watch this, to, and to, and to help us, and to fight our battles hallelujah jesus the bible says hezekiah he stopped the fountains of the brook so the assyrians would not have access to it when you are in a fight and when you are going through what you're going through and when you are on a mental attack you have to shut down systems and not allow those systems of unbelief to drain or pull against your brook <laughs> inside of you out of your belly shall flow a river shall flow a river of living waters you have the resources in you ma'am you have the resources in you sir to finish this thing strong. Not just finish, but to finish strong. 
I know you've been under your mentors and you want to shut down everything. You want to cuss folk out. Shutting down everything is not bad if God is telling you to shut it down. But if he's not telling you to shut it down, if he's not telling you, come on, we must obey the voice of God because the anointing is not in what we want to do. The anointing is in doing what God has told us to do. Hallelujah, Jesus. So the Bible says, Hezekiah, Hezekiah, stop the fountains of the brook. In other words, Hezekiah shut down the place that the enemy had access to, God, where the enemy had access to, to fuel his campaign against us, against Hezekiah. He shut down the, the systems. He shut down the brook where they had access to. Come on, hallelujah. What kind of brook have we given the enemy access to? The brook of unbelief, the brook of doubt. Hallelujah, Jesus. The brook of, come on, I can't take no more. The brook, I don't want to do this no more. The brook, oh, it ain't worth it. Hallelujah. Sometimes you have to square your shoulders up because God has given us victory on every side. We're not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. We have the ability to go in a quiet place, get away, whatever you need to do, get in a place of isolation and let God release his living waters. It's in you. Let him allow that thing to come forth. You can, come on. That's a bet. I come in the name of Jesus to tell you tonight, sir, to tell you tonight, ma'am, that there is a fight in you. <clears throat> and I command you tonight in the name of Jesus. I come as your big brother tonight to tell you, ma'am, to tell you, sir, that you will not throw in the towel. You will not quit. You will not allow your thought process to take you down a dark path. You will not allow your thought process to take you into a place that God is not leading you. I command you to square your shoulders up, get your feet back on solid ground, and tell the enemies that I have victory and I shall not lose my mind in this thing because I. I have the mind of Christ. Even in a crisis, we have the mind of Christ. Even in frustration, we have the mind of Christ. Even in all the stuff that comes and shows up, we have the mind of Christ. And since we have the mind of Christ, we must think like Christ think. We must think like Jesus. Come on, there, there was a saying of, of years ago, and we had the net, we had the chain, we had the arm and all that stuff, and it says, what would Jesus do? Hallelujah. One thing Jesus would not do, do he would not give in to the enemy and since jesus would not give in to the enemy we cannot give in to the our enemies as well hallelujah so we praise god tonight for what he is doing and watch this we must cast down everything that is contrary to what God said about us. Do you believe? I know you're churchy. Come on. I know you quoted. I know you touch seven people in church and you tell them I have the victory. But watch this when you need to manifest, oh God, to show that you have victory. Is it just in the church setting? Or is it in the real, is it in when you're really going through and there is an attack? Can you really say that you have the victory? Watch this. So sometimes we, not sometimes, but all the time, we must say what God has said about us. Watch this from a, God, 
from, I hear you, we must say what God said about us from a faith, watch this, here it is, from a faith and prophetic posture. Somebody write that in the comment bar. Faith and prophetic posture. Faith and prophetic posture. Faith and prophetic posture. What are you saying, Tillery? I must declare what God said about me even when everything is looking contrary to what he said about me. I had to decree and declare my healing over prostate cancer even, uh, even as I was lying on the table getting radiation treatment for nine weeks. I had to declare my healing. I had to tap in, hallelujah, into this prophetic place of what Jesus has already declared over my life. I could not allow what I was seeing in the natural to become dominant over my thinking. <laughs> I could not allow what I was experiencing to become domi dominant over what I know because what I know was, is greater than what I'm seeing. What I know is greater than what I'm seeing. And I could not allow what I'm seeing to change my posture. Hallelujah. So although the, the manifestation in the earth and the physical realm has not taken place at that time, I had to speak like it had already happened. <laughs> I had to praise God, not for it, but I had to praise him from it. I had to praise God knowing the revelation that I'm healed. Because the word of God cannot return back to him empty or void. It must accomplish the very thing he has sent it out to do. Watch this. One of the places... That Elijah, one of the places, what time is one of the places that Elijah taught Elijah was in Bethel. Bethel simply means the house of God. The house of God should be the place where revelation should be flowing. But the church loves running more than we do revelation. <laughs> Woo. Let me say that again. We love running more than we do revelation. But it's not the running that's going to shift my life. It's, it is what I know about God. It is what I know about him. Not what they said. Well, not what somebody told me. But what I know. And my knowing comes from my experiences with him. <laughs> My revelation comes from my experiences with God because it, because revelation is only relevant or it is only necessary when there is an issue in our lives. Hallelujah. That revelation comes to exalt itself against what we are seeing. This is why we have to be in a 
Bible teaching church. Not just not just hollering and screaming and what and, and when we leave, uh, what what the out oh, man, man, you should have been there. We had a move of God. Come on, the spirit of the Lord was so high, people were running. They was running and all, and they was falling out, man. The spirit of the Lord was good. It was high. We got, we got, we got, we, we, we got uh, 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 goosebumps. And, 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 and we got emotional. But when there is a real encounter of God, come on, there's, come on, there's a manifestation that the spirit brings. There is healing in the wings when he comes. There is deliverance when he comes. It's not just running and hollering and screaming. There is a manifestation of the spirit. Well, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because I run and holler and scream too. But after I holler, run and scream, I want to see a manifestation of the spirit of the Lord. Now is the acceptable time of the Lord. If we're going to see miracles, now is the time. If we're going to see the hand of God move, now is the time. We have to get serious about seeing the manifestation of the spirit of the Lord. So the uh, the Bible says that that Elijah Elijah taught Eli one of the places that Elijah taught Elijah his spiritual son it was hallelujah it was in Bethel Bethel means the house of God the house of God should be the place that I can come in jacked up hallelujah the house of God should be the place that it should be the one place that I can go in and get my breakthrough it should be the one place that I can go in smelling like alcohol but leave totally deliberate and deliverance take place the house of God should be the one place that when I'm having a rough week when I'm having a tough time that I can go to the house of God and my mentals and my faculties will come back that I came in having these suicidal thoughts but when I left the church when I left the house of God when I left Bethel that my declaration is I shall live and not die hallelujah come on Bethel the house of God should be be the one place hallelujah it should be the one place it should be the one place that i can go in and get healing it should be the one place that i can go in and go back to the doctors and they declare and decree man i don't know what i don't know what happened mr tillery but the x-rays and the mri I don't see anything. What we saw before, we don't see it. Bethel should be the one place that I can come in and get my mentors back. Bethel, the house of God, should be the one place that I can leave. Hallelujah. I can come in smelling like dope. I can come in. Hallelujah. All sorts of women on me. I can come in, but when I leave Bethel, hallelujah, something happened in Bethel. It was not just a pretty light show. It was not just me. Mm, it was not just all of that no but it was a supernatural manifestation of god hallelujah bethel will change and it should change our lives in jesus name hallelujah i'm done hallelujah i'm done i'm done for tonight thank god for what he's doing in the earth realm there are some things that's happening in the earth realm and there are some things says the spirit of the lord that's about to take place that we have never experienced before and we have to be ready 
We have to be ready for what's getting ready to happen in the earth. There are some things that's getting ready to happen, says the Lord, that we have never experienced before. There are some things that's getting ready to hit the U.S. soil that we have never experienced before. There are some there are some things that's coming. Hallelujah. That's going to make us uncomfortable. There are some things that's going to hit the earth realm. That's going to hit the U.S. There's some things that's coming to our way that we have never experienced and we must be ready. And the only thing that can keep us ready is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. There are some things that's coming that will shut down churches again. There are some things that's coming, saith the Lord, that will shut down the physical doors again, saith the Lord. There are some things, saith the Lord, that will come, that will cause the church doors to shut, but it will not cause us to shut up. There are some things, saith the Lord, that will cause, that will become more chaotic and chaos will take place in the land saith the Lord there will come an onslaught saith the Lord but it will not come near it will not come near a believer that's walking by faith and prophetic revelation We shall never be defeated, saith the Lord. Position and posture yourself. The Lord says, I want your mind clear in this season. You cannot function under heavy mental anxiety. Even though it will come, saith the Lord, but I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you, says God. I will protect you and I will be your protector, says the Lord. Be not afraid, nor be dismayed, says the Lord. I've given you everything you need. You will never be defeated. You shall never be defeated, says the Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, today. We praise you for what you are doing, God. We give you glory for every person that's on this podcast tonight today this evening depends on what time it is all over the world god we pray for what's happening in israel and even on the gaza strip we ask god for your protection so many lives god has been lost because of foolishness i pray god all all of the people whether they in israel the Palestinians or those that's on the Gaza Strip, that entire region, Lord. I pray, Father, that you will send peace to that region. I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that even in our own region, even in our own home, and our local and the national, that you will protect our leaders, our government, our law enforcement, our emergency response team, that you will protect God them and cover them. Every person on this call tonight, this podcast, 
I pray for them. I pray for every sickness to dissolve now in the name of Jesus. High blood pressure, sugar, diabetes. Cancer dry up now in Jesus' name. It has no authority to function in your body. We come against every assignment. We cancel it tonight in Jesus' name. You have victory over every area in your life. Hallelujah, Jesus. Even the person that's on this call right now live, you barely has you have not been able to move. Barely, you're barely able to move because of there's been a disc in your back. There has been a disc in your back. But the Lord just healed you. Go ahead and get up and start moving right now. I don't I don't want folk think I'm just saying stuff. I want you to email me at mltilleryministries at gmail.com and let me know. Just tell me that was me. Just say that was me. That was me. That was me. That was me. Something has been happening with a disc in your lower back. And you have been unable to move. But tonight you're moving. You're able to move. Somebody's right leg. Your right leg has been swollen. There's been severe pain in your right leg. Go ahead and start moving your leg. I want you to email me so I can share it with the audience to make to let them so they'll know that we ain't just making some random stuff up hallelujah jesus i don't know who it is but you're scheduled to go back to the doctor on tomorrow there's a report the report of the lord has changed the report of the doctors and what they thought they saw they, they it will not be there you're going to have a good report on tomorrow when you go back to the doctor, I don't know who you are, but you are, you are a female. You're going back to the doctor tomorrow. This tomorrow is it is Tuesday, October the 17th at 7:55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You go back to the doctor tomorrow, October the 18th, Wednesday, and God is going to bring deliverance to you. I pray for the person that's on this call. Hallelujah, Jesus. I pray for the person that's on this call tonight. You've been dealing with so much anxiety. And you want it to throw in the towel. You feel like throwing in the towel. But I speak life. I speak life to you right now. You thought about suicide. But I declare and decree tonight. In the name of Jesus the Christ. That you are going to live. And you're not going to die. You shall live and you shall not die. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining the Advancing the Kingdom podcast. We really appreciate you tonight. If you're on social media, go ahead and hit the share button. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you're on so social media, Facebook, I would greatly appreciate it. If you go ahead and hit the share button tonight and share the podcast. Listen, thank you so much for coming in and. And just joining me tonight, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for just coming on and, and sharing with us tonight and just really uh, supporting us. We really appreciate you and thank you so much for all that you are doing. And God is going to continue to do some great things in your life. life. Listen, until next week, I am your host, Matthew Tillery. Go and advance the kingdom. Thanks for joining our podcast. You can email us at mltilleryministries at gmail.com or call 252-977-3597.
3002. Until next time, let's advance the kingdom.